Thank you for joining the Alien Probe Podcast. President John F. Kennedy was assassinated by gunshot while traveling in a motorcade in an open-top limousine in Dallas at Texas at 12.30 Central Standard Time on Friday, November 22, 1963. Texas Governor John Connolly was wounded, but he survived. Within two hours, Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested. Welcome today to our producer, Robert. How's it going, Robert? Hey, how's it going, Doug? I'm doing great. I love this topic, by the way. You know, when you brought it to, we did conspiracy before, Deb and I did one, and it wasn't terribly well received, but I think it was because we did just a bunch of them and didn't really yeah. focus on anything. And I said, ah, another conspiracy. So I, yeah. you know, did the research. I watched JFK and to anybody out there, um, the JFK movie is really, does a really good job of outlining, and I mean outlining, because I've done a lot of research this week on this, and wow, there is so much information about different conspiracies. Such <laughs> a fucking good movie, dude. JFK is such a good movie. If you haven't seen, now, granted, I think, I, and I'm not exaggerating, I'm pretty sure it holds the record for the longest movie ever. Uh, maybe not, but it certainly is up there in the top three. It's extremely long, and it's kind of a slow burn, but if you're into conspiracy theories, JFK is like the go-to. And, you know, when Oliver Stone released that, that's kind of how the conspiracy craze began. Uh, conspiracy theories were definitely more in the closet, so to speak, before that movie kind of brought them out into the mainstream. And, uh, you know, it, for better or for worse, kind of created the climate that uh, they, they kind of thrive in now. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. So after uh, he was arrested, um, he also killed a Dallas policeman, allegedly, allegedly. J.D. <laughs> J. J. Tippett, and uh, he was arraigned immediately for that. Um, but then um, he was also arraigned for, obviously, for uh, murdering President Kennedy. Um, and then, um, and these are things we know happened, um, Mafia Associate associated, I should say, nightclub owner Jack Ruby ended up fatally shooting Oswald and he was being transferred from the city jail to the county jail. It's kind of weird, too, how he just was able to walk in there and just shoot this guy. I guess in the 60s, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't it's a security-minded, right? Maybe, you know? or maybe it was a setup uh, yeah. to eliminate the patsy before he could prove that he didn't do it. Uh, you know, it's weird because, like, everyone just kind of separates those two people. Like Oswald killed Kennedy and then Jack Ruby killed Oswald. But Ruby and Oswald had a relationship. They not like a, a, a love relationship, but they had a friendship um, before this. And, and many strippers and employees of uh, Jack Ruby's club claim to have seen Oswald in the club months or years before the assassination. But nobody, uh, uh, the majority of the people, I should say, don't make the connection there and don't say, hmm, that's kind of weird that they knew each other before any of this happened. Did you read that a lot of those associates mysteriously died? Yeah. Like the strippers? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the yeah. Strippers. One of the strippers, one of the strippers, I don't remember her name, but she was like admitted to a hospital. Um, but like, I want to say a day before the assassination and she was like ranting and raving. She was on drugs, obviously, but she was like, they're going to kill Kennedy. They're going to kill Kennedy. And she said that she was given the drugs. Like she didn't take them voluntarily, but they were like slipped to her. So she would look like a lunatic. Um, 
And I mean, that's just one of the many uh, weird things that are surrounding this this death. Well, there was also a PFC and overseas that um, actually told the story. It, it, it happening in the um, excuse me, getting in the in the future, like within a week, I think it was a week of the actual incident, and he was mm-hmm. uh, admitted to a psychiatric hospital. And they kind of, I mean, that came up and the Warren Commission kind of poo-pooed the whole, didn't connect. Or, yeah. you know, it's almost like the, you know, the Warren Commission, it's, who do, okay, we're going to jump right to it. Who do you think, who do you think was responsible? I you, think, no, I personally think it was the mob. Because if you look at JFK's dad's connections and how he kind of got the family to that place, that dynasty place, it was a lot of working with the mob during the Prohibition era. They had... They have many, many connections to the mob. And it's been said that the mob helped get Kennedy elected through fraudulent elections or through, you know, misinformation, whatever you think. But the idea was, okay, we're going to get your son elected to JFK's dad, but you got to play ball with us. You're going to be our man in the White House. And then once JFK got in the White House, he did the exact opposite of that. And so uh, Bay of Pigs got fucked. Um, which left him vulnerable because he didn't want to keep going into it. He, he didn't want to continue trying to invade Cuba. He was like, this was a mess. I should have never gotten involved with this in the first place. So then the military got on his bad side. And the mob, I mean, I'm sure you know, because you're older than me, the mob held like a lot more sway over power, you know, in the early 1900s than it does now. And so I think that when he didn't play ball, and when he fucked us over, um, the mob actually has connections in Cuba, too. Uh, they had a lot of casinos and stuff before Castro invaded. Um, and so I, I think it was just after he, after all that happened, the mob said, okay, he's got to go. How about you? What do you think? Johnson. Going with, I'm going with uh, Johnson. And really? the reason is, there's a couple reasons. He's, he's an oil magnate, obviously. Um, so is George Bush. I'm going to implicate, and, and I want to make a statement oh, yeah. now. I'm reading. I'm. I'm not. This is not my story. This is something I read. So I don't want uh-huh. Johnson's family to call me. Yeah. Hey, you know, because it did, it did come yeah. up, and somebody did mis- mention it on the History Channel, and they made them. They made it pull them off. They made them pull it off the air. Um, oh my this, God. this, yeah. So just reading it. But I kind of adopted the theory, and one a couple of things, and you know that they're arrogant, rich, arrogant. Johnson, like I said, oil magnate. Um, Kennedy wasn't going to put him on the ticket for the next election. I don't know if you knew that he was going to pull him off and bring on someone else. Um, I've got this in my mountain of notes here, but um, he was going to bring someone else on the ticket. Now, obviously, Johnson didn't, you know. Like you know, he's arrogant. He doesn't want to be, you know, um, and when Kenny gets killed, obviously he becomes, you know, he steps in and becomes president. The other thing is Kennedy wanted to get out of Vietnam pretty badly. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, he wanted to end the war there and, you know, pull everyone out. Johnson was a huge, huge investor in Bell Aircraft, the Huey helicopter. So... The demise of Vietnam would mean, and he got filthy rich off the Bell helicopter investments by mm-hmm. us having so many 
in Vietnam. So he didn't want that to happen. So he, he want, didn't want to become less rich. Because this isn't going to kill him, you know. It's, I mean, it's not going well, to should say kill him. It, right. This isn't going <laughs> to, you know, ruin him by any late, what is his wife, Lady Bird? So yeah. they, they both, you know, but I think it was, but I, who did it? Um, I think there was probably, I think as I read through this, the, I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald alone, I don't know about you, I don't think alone he could have, he wasn't, when he was in the military and he didn't get his main training in our military, I think what happened was he got, he was in the Marines and one day he said he had to go on leave or something that never came back. It was one of those things. Mm-hmm. He learned how to shoot a rifle not with a scope, but you don't have to shoot a rifle in the Marines. Um, but he also uh, went to Russia after he mm-hmm. did that. And I think he got his strength somehow because there's a lot of stories about this. He went into, he went to Russia. I think he was actually trained in Russia, but I don't know that the Russians are really, he may have got trained, but then I think he got trained and then was somehow pulled into this, you know, into this web um, and involved in the assassination. But I don't think he himself did it. I think it was shot. There's, I mean, there's so many, I mean, you know, there's so many. Do you think he was involved? Do you think he pulled off all three of those shots in seven seconds? No, it's impossible. It got, it got I mean, it's not impossible, but a guy who had ba- who was barely trained, um, like you said, it, it it would be ridiculous. And he had no real reason. The Russia thing doesn't even I know it water was, either, because no. like why I, he definitely went to Russia. He was like a radical, like yeah. a bunch of annoying people always are. And then I think the military saw an opportunity um, to pin it on him once he came back. Um, you know, he did defect to Russia. It is weird, the synchronicity of uh, the U-2 spy plane being shot down uh, by Russia pretty close after um, after he defected. But that would insinuate that he had some kind of closer, intel- uh, closer intelligence connections, right? Which isn't even no, really... No, they just bas- bas- yeah, they basically just set up a sa- surface air missile and got him. I mean, it wasn't like... There was any, unless he knew he was a U-2. So, I mean, it's a spy plane. It flies super high, I'd like to say 70,000, 80,000 feet. But, I mean, you got to have a, you got to have a spacesuit to fly the thing. You know, just like the SR-71, you have to have a spacesuit to fly the thing because just in case, you know, something happens, it's, it's not drop the oxygen mask. It's like you have no atmosphere inside. <laughs> you're, done. you're done so you're gonna need an environment to you know but uh yeah i mean they shot that thing and it actually gary powers actually survived and was you know but that's another story yeah. but you know there was um so many and then oswald okay so he can't get i agree with you i don't think he did but i think i think he's in Involved somehow, but do you think he's a patsy? He's not involved at all. They just like arrested him. Yeah, you know, I they... do, and I don't even think he shot the cop. Um, I think that this was all planned in advance. Uh, in particular, Oswald being arrested. Uh, that theater that he went to—that was, I believe, the safe area that he was supposed to report to if something went wrong. 
Right. Um, and this is part of the limited information that we have about Oswald because he was involved in some way, but I think he thought he was involved in something else. And meanwhile, these people behind the curtain were actually getting him involved in the assassination. He has, there is some weird COINTELPRO stuff that goes on with Oswald throughout the entirety of his return to the U.S. from Russia. Um, you know, he, he has involvement with Jack Ruby, so that's the mob. He's got involvement with the guy, God, I can't remember his name. I've been trying to think of it for the last five minutes, but there's a guy Bannister. in JFK. In, in, no, in JFK, the movie, he's the old guy. It's not Bannister. It's the old guy that beats up uh, the guy from The Odd Couple. You know what I'm talking about, right? Jack oh Lim yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Jack that's Bannister. That's Bannister. His real name's. That's Bannister. That's oh, it the, is Bannister. Yeah, yeah. He hit. Yeah, because he said, "What are you going to do? You know, kill me like you did Kennedy?" And that's when he cracked yeah. him over the head with the gun. And he actually went to the hospital. You know, yeah. and um, so that, that's kind of crazy. But back to the back to the movie theater or the theater, uh, real quick. Um, something as I'm reading here, and I brought this up to Doctor Bill too. I go, you know. I asked him, I go, what do you think happened? He goes, yeah, he could have done it. You know, he, he was kind of going with the stock story, you know, that, yeah, he probably did it, whatever, game over. And I go, I'm not buying it. And when he shot the, the cop, the story is he shot him with a, with a 38 and that they found two uh, spent cartridges at the site. Well, when he shoot, it's a revolver, it's not, you know, semi-auto where it ejects the shells when you right. shoot i think you're familiar enough with this that when you shoot a revolver it the shells just stay in the cell in the in the cylinder right you know so it does, they don't pop out obviously it was obviously planted they're planted like, i mean did no mention yeah, it we, all we would, never, we would never fall for this now but it, it shows you how much the internet has changed things back then the only information source people had were like newspapers and, and radio, which is much easier to manipulate if you're in the higher echelons of power, right? Yeah. So and that, and I could imagine people in the 50s, dumb, just like, oh, well, the shells were there. Like, you know, story's over, man. Fucking they're done. <laughs> they, went, 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 they went, well, they don't have right. any of the kind of information that we're privy to now. I mean, right. this is, I mean, there was even a, there was even, and we're going to, I'm going to be on and off track. Uh, there was even one theory that when there was shots from possibly the grassy knoll, of course, and then six stories up where Oswald was, and that when the shots rang out, they missed. And well, one of them hit one of them, the grassy knoll, I think was actually in front. And that's where another, we'll go over that in a little bit, but um, that, the car, the uh, chase car behind the limo stopped when the when the uh, Secret Service agent reacted to the shots. He had loaded his gun, and then the something happened. The car lurched or something, and it, the uh, M sixteen went off, and he killed Kennedy. He was <laughs> actually he was actually the guy that killed Kennedy, but. You know, to your point, I think it's more than one guy. I think they had the magic bullet that, you know, that's a story where it went through, you know, three body parts, but all the way through Kennedy, first of all, went into Connolly, and then, you know, it went through six, they said 16 layers of clothing, and then ended up on the floor, uh -huh. you know, and then it, it somehow ended up 
you know, they just like grabbed it and the bullet was pristine. You yeah. could have reloaded it. It's like, there's no way. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, there's no way it could have happened like that. So a quick side note. I, I wanted to add a quick side note. If you are interested in how realistic it is for Lee Harvey Oswald to get those shots off, there's actually a video game. Uh, that's completely recreated the entire scene. The exact the the entire game is just trying to kill Kennedy exactly like they say Oswald did it, um, which is kind of gross. It's kind of macabre. It's done by like like legit video game developers. It came out like ten years ago. It's called JFK Reloaded. And if you guys and I believe it's a free download now. If you guys need to really look and and see for yourself how difficult this shot would be from where he was in the book depository building. You just got to download the game. You'll see it yourself. It, it is damn near impossible uh, without like it, without being like an expert marksman. And he only had he wasn't an expert marksman, but he did have a double uh, and which we'll get to in a bit. Uh, that was an expert marksman. But I don't know. The game itself is really cool to check out. It's it's kind of gross, but it it. I don't know. It'll strengthen your opinion one way or the other. That's for sure. That is crazy. They got an actual video game and you can do that. <laughs> yeah. I got to get that. <laughs> Pretty cool. Man, that is awesome. So, you know, so the Secret Service agent, I got him right here, is George Hickey. He was riding in the follow-up car. Um, um, so the theory alleges that after the first two shots were fired, the motorcade sped up. Um, while Hickey was attempting to respond to Oswald's shots, lost his balance and accidentally pulled the trigger of the AR-15 and shot Kennedy. <laughs> the people that, the, you know, um, the people that put that out, he made them, you know, he, I think he sued them for that story because he's like, I'm not, no, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. you know, but, you know, um, So, you know, what, what do you think? So the grassy knoll, there's guys that, you know, there's other, um, you know, there's well, other I mean, stories. I, I think, yeah, I think the grassy knoll is, um, it's very interesting. There's obviously a lot of clues pointing to people uh, doing something behind the grassy knoll. There was supposed transients. Um, that were arrested in the rail car behind the grassy knoll shortly after, and then they were never heard from again. Right. Um, uh, what I also think is interesting is the doppelgangers. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald had reported doubles all over the country shortly before um, the assassination happened. The two that stick out to me are the car dealership and the shooting range. Um, the car dealership, he got in a very big argument with the car salesman where he yelled out for everyone to hear, I might go back to Russia where they appreciate workers or something like that. And everyone thought it was really weird because back then it was very anti-Russia oh, yeah. climate. So, but the thing is, it didn't quite match Lee Harvey Oswald's description, even though the guy reported to be Lee Harvey Oswald. And then another thing happened on the shooting range. There was a bunch of people uh, just at a shooting range. This was like something a lot of people did back in the day. They don't do it as much now, but... There was a guy identified as Lee Harvey Oswald at the shooting range who not only hit bullseyes on his marker, on his target, but he also hit bullseyes on everybody else's. So he just started shooting everybody else's target <laughs> until they kicked him out. And they're like, yeah. what's your name? Lee Harvey Oswald. So, I mean, you're obviously trying to set down a narrative here, right? Yeah. 
um, with, with these doppelgangers going around the country doing all this like weird shit like this. Um, so I found that pretty fascinating. Um, in addition to all the other things. You were talking about the umbrella guy really briefly that, uh, you know, yeah, he had his umbrella there and it, they actually, they couldn't find, he wandered off and they couldn't interview him. But then later on, I guess he popped up or someone uh -huh. popped up. I mean, I have to say, I don't know if it was really him, but he said that he was really anti-Kennedy and that he went there to make a statement by open and closing his, his umbrella, which I think is really weird. I don't know why. Uh -huh. Yeah, he was like opening and closing. Like a normal person. Yeah, he's like just opening and closing an umbrella. Another, um, he's another uh, statement was that that might have been a signal of some kind uh, right. for the shooters that the you know that the that the limo was um, in a certain position for them to actually uh, fire on it. So mm -hmm. it's, but you know the. The magic back to the magic bullet theory. I mean, he stated that the bullet, it, the trajectory, it, it, it hit Kennedy above the right shoulder blade, then it passed through his neck, according to the autopsy, mm -hmm. would have had to change course to pass through Conley's rib cage, fracture, mm -hmm. and then get to his fracture his wrist. And then, um, it like it, there had to have been more than one. I mean, there would have had to have been more than one bullet. And you know they like insurance. So I think, you know, more than one, you know, just to make sure the job's done, I think they, whoever set this up, um, you know, I think they would have had more than one person, you know, doing this. Maybe it was the, the grassy knoll. They said that they someone saw they were behind that somewhere and they thought they saw a, because that's, you know, when you shoot a gun, it's got small, it's not just the, 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 um, sound of the bullet, it's the smoke. You got a puff of, you're gonna have a puff of smoke, you People know. Reported so, that behind the grassy knoll, yeah, exactly. They, they saw, yeah, they saw uh smoke coming up behind at the same time. And a lot of people during that time were pointing to the grassy knoll after all the pandemonium started. Everyone's like, The shot came from there, the shot came from there. And this is interesting because then the uh, police tell them all you heard was echoes. Um, as anybody who's been around firearms knows, when you're when you feel the direct uh, sound from a firearm, it creates a pressure in your ear. You can almost you know feel it tap on your ear if yeah. you don't have earplugs on. That's why you have the earplugs. And so this is how people are able to like triangulate the source. And far more people were pointing to the grassy knoll than were pointing to the fucking um, the book depository building. And I, I think that this is it's a very interesting aspect of. Um, of this is that the people there's one woman in particular i can't i think it's marjorie something or other i might be wrong who said when they were doing the warren report interviews for the investigation she was like no there was the grassy knoll it's the grassy knoll and they yelled at her and said no this is this is this is the story you're gonna say it like we say it all you heard was echoes there was nothing behind the grassy knoll um it's frustrating well there's even uh, talk of because of where the bull you know they want the bullet to seem like it came from behind um, right. to prove that, you know, Oswald was a lone shooter, but they say that he was, the grassy knoll was in front kind of, I think it's a grassy knoll or another location was, mm. um, somewhere even across the street at another building. And the shot that hit Kennedy was, cause they said, you know, you watch the movie and it said he lurched forward, then back. Um, it, as though possibly, it, you know, they said, well, that's the car, you know, that was the car, 
lurching mm -hmm. based on what the driver was doing. But if you shot from the front, then another story that popped up was, okay, shot from the front. Now they're going to know once they do the autopsy that, oh, shit, he got shot from the front. So it's not just Oswald. And that's going to pop mm -hmm. up. And another story says that when they got the body, they put it on the Air Force Two. And when they got to um, where they were going to, you know, take the coffin, it was actually in a coffin, they um, put another cadaver in there and then his body went somewhere else because they didn't want people to know that he actually was not only shot in the back, but another shooter was there. And then they removed the, you know, they had another entrance, like the plane has a, the belly has to you know you can pull it out from either side so they had all the the they said the coffin that came out that all the reporters and everybody was watching come off the aircraft that coffin mm -hmm. was empty the real coffin was coming out the other side of the plane because they you know they didn't <laughs> they didn't want anybody to know you know another oh. I mean, it's just, as I read through this, like I said, I'm like, oh, God, another conspiracy theory. But as I read through this, I'm like, this It's fucking is, fascinating. This I know. Is this, cool is, I know <laughs> this is the first. Because this is, like you said, I think it's the first. This is where it, it, it almost coined the phrase, conspiracy theory. Yeah. You know? But it's, um, I don't know. It's just, it's fascinating that, you know, members of our government could possibly you know because they're saying it could mafia hitmen could be doing human hitmen could have been doing it our own secret service you know uh, you know another you know our own secret service um you know could have been doing it i mean they they when they set up this event i don't know how far in advance you know they were told i mean did they know a month ahead a week ahead a couple days ahead where they were going to be, what route they were going to take. I mean, the Secret Service, even in the 60s, was a lot more diligent than it would appear. There's no bubble top on, you know, why is there no, why is there no bubble top on this thing? So he's just riding in an open air limousine. I mean, you're just, you're right? just, you're just asking for it, you yeah. know? I mean, there's no, so many nuts out there. And they said that yeah. they didn't have a Secret Service contingency. Um, they, um, you know, they didn't have enough, uh, secret service, you know, how they'll, uh, run alongside the limo because the thing's going like, you know, six miles an hour or something. Yeah. And, you know, they're running, they got their hand on the, you know, they're like, you can't do anything from above, but you got your hand on the, uh, the fender, the, the limo and all those, like four of them or six of them. You know, and um, the, none of that. They, it, there's so many questions about why we didn't even have the protection for him. It was it was almost too easy. You know, yeah. definitely seemed like there were some inner echelons or upper echelons that were part of this plan. The convertible is just like, oh my god, come on! Like, what are you guys doing? Oh, driving all around. I would love, I'm going to go at some point to that site and look at it for myself. Uh, Cause I'm moving to Texas in a couple of months. Um, and, but it just seems so impossible um, that 
not one person like raise their hand like hey this is a little fucked up this plan sucks like let's not do this let's skip this parade or whatever you know yeah and again how far in advance did we know i mean only the only people that would know because they'll change the route they'll do all kinds of weird things when they're when we're talking about a president you know look at the pope now he's got the pope mobile you know because right. people will shoot the pope or whatever but it's interesting because you know the warren commission i mean 64 they found no evidence linking ruby's killing of oswald to any broader conspiracy um it's almost like the commission i mean yeah well the warren commission for one is boring and i think that's the point yeah. i've tried to read the warren commission a couple of times and it is a snoozer yeah yeah so i don't suggest it it's definitely not going to be on my book club list anytime soon um but more than that ruby was killed too and he died of cancer but before he died, he was like, you guys have to get me out of here. Like, there's so much more to the story that you guys don't know because he was imprisoned for the killing of Oswald. And then he got cancer and he claimed that he was injected with cancerous cells, which triggered the cancer in his body, which, I mean, I don't know. It could be. Just makes me scared of somebody injecting me with cancer cells. Like, I don't want any part of that, you know? Yeah, there's a, there was a plot to kill this... Um in a read called the plot to kill the president the new orleans mafia boss carlos marcello was likely part of the mafia conspiracy behind the assassination the mafia obviously had the means and the opportunity to do it and mm -hmm. you know like you said the mob set him up put him into power and then he decided that he didn't want to play ball with uh, yeah. their interests and then so they became um disinterested in him but i just can't see the mob not, even the mob not just him though you look at his brother look at both yeah. of his brothers well that was they the whole thing yeah that was I, the whole thing i i uh i am also really fat and we don't have time for all of this obviously yeah. but we can go little little short roads uh the robert kennedy assassination obviously also feels like a mob hit feels like continuing this and then the ted kennedy one he didn't get assassinated, but his character was assassinated with uh, the Mary Joe drowning. Yeah, the, the, with, with the with yeah. the yeah. It yeah. almost seems like this was like the Kennedy assassination was just part one, and they were like, "You guys fucked this." It stinks of a mob hit. Like you guys fucked us over. Now we're gonna totally fuck you guys over. And then they fucking killed the family. Yeah, either assassinated their character or just straight up assassinated them. Well, he killed Robert. And then I didn't even look, you know, I didn't look into the circumstances of that, but obviously that was a pretty easy same one. Thing. I mean, yeah, it was, it's the same thing. Basically they give him a fucking tremendous opportunity. Um, you know, he does the announcement in California near K town in LA, um, that he's running for president. Um, and shortly after he gets, you know, tossed into this, you know, maze of pathways to get out of this hotel and he's assassinated i think in the kitchen area or something where he's just just surrounded by normal people and oh like no protection and sirhan sirhan has said that he doesn't remember any of this and he thinks he was under some sort of hypnotic trance which then goes into like mk ultra and yeah. all the mk ultra shit we were doing back in the day like it's there's just so much to unpack yeah government there is government documents that reveal that the mafia worked with the CIA on the assassination on on assassination attempts against Cuban leader uh, Fidel Castro. I mean, they, we talked about that was the other thing. Did we, you know, they the um, you know they 
the fact that we wanted to go after Castro and like you said, the Bay of Pigs, that was, you know, I don't know. There is yeah. so many different things. Just kind of going down this. There's so many different stories. Um, it, it definitely feels like when Kennedy died, there was a dramatic shift in the role of government and it became far more sinister um, than it was before that. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm proud to be an American, but at the same time, like if you really look at the role of government in our lives in any country, um, this kind of shit should really scare you. It's, it's terrifying to think that this is what we would do to one of our own leaders if they don't play ball. And I mean, there is a lot of uh, records of mafia influence in the government, again, in those early 1900s, um, because you, you had no choice. And, and uh, Robert Kennedy, when he was, I think he was the attorney general under JFK, yeah. um, did a lot to kind of break up the mafia, which almost seems like he knew that the mafia was on Kennedy's or that he knew that mafia was on Kennedy's bad side and the mafia was gunning for them. So I think him as a little brother thought the, the only reasonable way to protect him would be to start breaking up the mafia. And he led all these, you know, inquisitions, I guess you could say, into the mafia life in like the early 1950s and started putting these guys behind bars, which probably made things worse, you know? Yeah, he can't. That's, I mean, he should have been. They're arrogant, though. The Kennedys think that, you know, they can do whatever they want. And with, I'm sure they knew there was a risk, especially when you're, yeah. when you're dealing with the mob. Mm -hmm. You know, there was, you know, there's stories that Jimmy Hoffa was involved even back in the day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but Jack Ruby, he did have, you know, he did, he was connected with, you know, with the mafia and, you know, and then there's Bannister and then, you know, Oswald had a, you know, he had like a printing shop of these, you know, cause he was an extremist. He had a pretty mm -hmm. shop in the same building. They're like they were on a corner and one door led into his office and the other door was uh, right. Bannister's office. And so they were obviously. Um, yeah, but I mean, that know? that points to COINTELPRO, right? Because if, yeah. if, if if they're all in there, and, and this is something that we encounter now too, it's all about agitation. If you look at like uh, 1984 by George Orwell, you've got the Emmanuel Goldstein, right? So yeah. you've got this character that everybody needs to hate. And so you have to kind of launch this operation and basically role play these different roles to get people to kind of hate who you want them to hate. Um, like Russia, like the Cubans. Um, it's uh, This is why I think the Russia, the Russia connection holds no water because it definitely seemed like after Kennedy was assassinated, the push was to blame it on the Russians. And the push was to say, oh, he was a Russian defector. He came back. He killed the president. End of story. But there's so many other small things like the COINTELPRO fucking building. And that COINTELPRO building was was like on the corner, excuse me, of like this area with a lot of different intelligence buildings. Um, so it doesn't seem that far-fetched to say that this is a small part of a much bigger plan uh, to kind of... Um, well, it's put us in a different direction that the Kennedys were trying to get us out of. You know, it's is it that much different today? I mean, you know, with the election, with the Trump election, all oh, that the Russians are involved. You know, they were 
I mean, how yeah. do you know it's that? Not. That's why. I, but it's like <laughs> this is why we need to. Like, I sound like an ignorant asshole if I'm like, stop listening to the news. But seriously, stop yeah. listening to the news. Yeah. If you if you want to listen to the news, like, put some work in. Like, do the yeah. research. Don't just fucking repeat shit that you hear on the news. Yeah. These guys lie to us. They lie to us all the yeah. time. They lie to us all the fucking time, it's, and we just take it. It's fake news. It's fake. Remember. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, but then you can't <laughs> say it's fake news because then you're like a Trump supporter and shit. Yeah, I can no. say it's fake news for like a decade. Now all before of a sudden, Trump. I'm fucking thrown out with these MAGA Bef- guys. Like, fucking, Tr- <laughs> Yeah. So the uh, the Corsican now the Corsican member uh, was interviewed in prison, uh, mafia member. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. The uh, Christian David, he was a member of the Corsican mafia, and he was interviewed in prison. He said he was offered an assassination contract on the president on President Kennedy, but he didn't accept it. That's which is probably a pretty good, pretty good decision. Yeah. <laughs> However, yeah. he said that he knew the men who did accept the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, according to David, there were three shooters. He provided the name of one. I'm not going to say the name, but uh, there's one. And then he said that the other two shooters were still alive and he'd break a code of conduct if he identified them. Um, he said they were, they, he, he was asked what they were wearing. He says they, they use official uniforms. So now one of the guys that was on the street, well, with umbrella guy, but I don't know if he's my umbrella guy. He had, mm. a, he was had a badge, like he was a police officer. I mean, mm. I don't think some, whoever shot him's not standing on the sidewalk. Whoever shot him had to have been. Right. Um, but they could have been part of this whole, um, you know, could have been part of this whole, you know, group of people that are doing this. I mean, it's interesting, though, that nobody's, yeah, there was another story about some, I didn't, there's so much information here, but um, someone on their deathbed said that they were, they were uh a member of the Secret Service, I think, or a police officer, one or the other, that was actually one of the shooters. Um, and you wouldn't, obviously, you wouldn't, ex- you know, nobody would pay any attention to it. Somebody was just, you know, a cop sitting there, or but he might have been. He could have blended in with the chaos a lot easier uh, after it was over and then got away without anybody. You know, a cop's not going to chase another cop. That's not going to be something that... Um, but... Uh, there was another one. There's authors, uh, the government officials. Um, a couple of guys. Who is this? Lamar Waldron and Tom, Tom Hartman attempted to synthesize these theories of evidence. Um, the authors argued that the government officials felt obliged to help the assassins cover up the truth because the assassination conspiracy had direct ties to American government plots to assassinate Castro. Right. It's weird. I mean... Um, Have you heard the Woody Harrelson theory too? No, I, I've Dude, heard it so it's, many. It's did really he do it? That well, no, like because the tramps, the the transients, that right, were arrested behind the grassy knoll near the rails, right. Um, one of them because they took pictures of them, but then they were never identified. But a bunch of people came forward and said, "Oh, that's X." I don't remember his name, but it's Woody Harrelson's dad. Woody Harrelson's dad was like a criminal who like went to jail for robbing banks and shit. I think died in jail, but it's heavily rumored in the pictures. It looks like him that Woody Harrelson's dad was in that group of tramps that were the ones that never, they never heard from him again. They arrested them and then they just got let go. 
And that might point to the group that you're referencing. But these guys weren't dressed like police officers. They were dressed like homeless people. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson theory. Yeah, look it up, dude. Woody Harrelson, <laughs> JFK. And you will see all sorts of hits on it. It's nuts. That is I think crazy. he said something about it too, but he doesn't say much, which kind of just makes it yeah, he probably more just, crazy. Yeah, it's it's interesting because a 2003 Gallup poll indicated that nearly 20% of Americans suspected Lyndon B. Johnson of being involved in the assassination of Kennedy. But that's a really broad, you know, it's like, hey, I want to be, it's like promotion by assassination, you know, which right. is a, is a uh, term I use frequently at work. But uh, the um, it's just interesting the different. But it's like this this whole government cover up thing is just you know like you said today we got the fake news. I only watch the local news honestly because I'm just wondering what's happening in my neighborhood. I don't really yeah. watch like Fox News or anything like that. Um, I. I read from both ends. I think this is the best way to do it. You read one article on Fox, for example, and you're like, ah, that sounds kind of like bullshit. Let me read the article on CNN. And you will see they're dramatically different ways of presenting the same information. And from there, you kind of make a kind of guesstimate on your own, I think, of where the middle ground is. And I, I think that's an important tactic if you want to kind of navigate today's news on the internet. That's, yeah, you have to do something. So let's... uh Let's talk a little bit about your podcast. What do you got? You're going to have to pimp it, you know, since you're on. Oh, now. okay. Yeah. You know, I am, what's going yeah. on? Well, first off, I want to thank everybody listening here uh, to the Alien Pro podcast. I see we're still growing. And if you don't know yet, um, we have uh, joined YouTube. Uh, you can find those links um, in the description. I'll make sure to post them in there. Give us a subscription on YouTube. Uh, my podcast is also all now on YouTube. I have Armageddon Dance Party, which is kind of a podcast about nothing. Um, it's just a lot of talking, a lot of bullshitting like this. Um, so go ahead, uh, follow my podcast and the Alien Pro podcast on YouTube. Be sure and follow us on your leading podcast network. Um, I think I have a guest for tonight. If not, I'm going to do one of my solo ones. Sometimes my guests flake out and I got to do it on my own, but we'll see. I, got a, I got a good feeling about this one. I'm going to have to take a shower and, and look real nice because this one, ooh, oh, I think you'll like this. Oh, I think you'll like have to, oh, She's a good one. It's a good thing Debbie doesn't listen to these. Um, what you got to do is you got to you wait till like midnight. You turn down the lights and you put on, you go to YouTube and put on uh, my episode. You can see my face. And we're going to get video going for this uh, podcast as soon as possible, too. And we'll get that on YouTube. Yeah, we'll definitely thanks for everybody do that. Who, thanks for everybody who already followed on YouTube. Um, we're seeing those metrics. We're seeing them starting to climb a little, and I appreciate that. Mine, um, I'm putting on my YouTube, not only am I putting up my episodes, but I'm putting up some of my more popular clips from Twitch. Um, and those are starting to climb, too. So that's really I saw cool. that from your trip to Japan. You got some... Uh, yeah. I watched the one where you were eating, and the, uh, the guys kind of just spying on you while you're eating <laughs> the, the, the waiter so weird i could feel him i could feel him it was so weird i think he was wondering what now that was when you had the camera and you walk around town i like, still i call yeah, it i still parrot, have it still have parrot cam i call it parrot cam because it's like it's like a, a pirate 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's called a gun run back or yeah, gun run backpack. And I've got like a high def camera that like sits right on my shoulder. And it's it's connected to this like crazy contraption that like takes different cell phone signals in to like keep a, a strong signal. And I can basically go wherever there's uh, there's cell phone service. I can just record right off my shoulder. So I spent about a week in Japan in Christmas 2019. So I was in Asia. I might have brought the coronavirus back. I'm sorry if I didn't. I think it was you. <laughs> Patient zero. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, I, I got like a lot of content. And um, so I took some of the clips and then I took the long form films. I took two of them, two days so far. They're like really hard to download and upload. It's a big hassle, but I'm going to keep uploading those. If you guys want to see my Japan trip, it was pretty fun. And um, yeah, I got some funny clips up there. And, um, and then yeah. New, York, New York, you went to New York also, right? Was it New, New York? York? I don't know if I have. Yeah, I went to New York in well, February. That's where I recommended the strip club to you. Was it that long ago? Oh yeah, that's it yeah. That it was long right ago. before it was right before Corona lockdown. Yeah, then yeah, you brought it there. Okay, so you brought Corona <laughs> into LA, which was a hot and spot. Then, then you went to uh, New York, and yeah, then that know, the got to be reported, the the first reported coronavirus case in SoCal was in Orange County, and that's where I was working at the time. <laughs> Just a coincidence, right? Yeah, and then I went to New York, and like right after I left, they locked it down. I look, I'm not, I'm just, it's very strange. It's a very strange coincidence. That's all I can say. <laughs> but it put you down. I mean, you were in bed. How long didn't you get bedridden with this thing? Yeah, and I don't get bedridden from sickness. I usually just walk it off, you know. But this one put me in bed for like two days. It was maybe a few days after I got back from Japan in January of 2020. I was bedridden, and I never get bedridden from being sick, and. um the, the third day I was like, man, I think I need to go to the doctor. And the fourth day I went and got medicine. So I felt a little better. And um, right, right at that point, they started reporting it. So I, it was before it was before it was like big news. I came back before it was like huge news. The huge news then was Trump assassinated that Iranian guy. And, you know, everything was fine. We thought maybe it was World War Three, but then coronavirus took over the news right after that, right as I was starting to feel better. It's yeah, it was rough. Did you get your shot? Your shots? I I got my first. I got yeah. I got my first. I got the Moderna shot. Um, my arm kind of hurt, but I hear the second one's much worse. I had the second. Yeah, one. I had the second one, and it was. I had literally twenty four hours later. It's like oh, I kind of feel like I'm getting sick, and I never get the flu. Knock on wood. I never yeah. get the flu. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, this shot. I gave it to myself. So. It just, as I went through the day at work, it started getting worse and worse and worse. It got to the point where I could barely drive home. I was so just, you know, like tired and yeah. I just, like I could fall asleep at any second. So I got That's home. I was, <laughs> Go ahead. Go I was ahead. supposed to barbecue. I was like, hey, yeah, you want to barbecue tonight? Ah, yeah, sure. I got home. I got, I'm not barbecue. <laughs> I got to go lay down. <laughs> so I went and laid down and, uh. About an hour and a half later, I got up and went, ah, I'm starting to feel better already. And then that was it. I got, that was fine for the evening. It was weird. But yeah, the yeah, second look, yeah. That, that is one of the main um, symptoms of the coronavirus I learned was fatigue. And that hit me too. When I, the first day I started feeling really bad, it's weird. I went to work. I was working uh, for, doesn't matter, but it was in Orange yeah. County. It was a big company and I, they had like this huge parking lot that I would always, I'd get there later than most because I was coming from LA all the way to Orange County. So I'd get there like 10 or 11. 
And so I had to park really far away from the building, but it's all right. You know, I love walking, so it was yeah. no big deal. And I get out and I take 15 steps and it was so weird. Cause you know, how you like feel when a cold's coming. Yeah. Like it's not quite there, yeah. but you're like, I'm in a cold fuck. <laughs> it felt like that, but like times 10 and it was like immediate. It was like, I was walking and then all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit. And I need to like steady myself. And, um, I went home early that day, which I never did. And I immediately went into bed and passed out for like a full day, like a full day. That's when I was like worried. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, like, yeah, weird. Am I dying? Yeah. And uh, uh, then I started, I, you know, chugged some Robitussin and then fucking got on with it on day three. But then of course the news started spreading that it was hitting hard. Now you're not um, doing the live you stream anymore, right? You're just doing a podcast. You're not doing that. No. Yeah. I, I took off the live stream just because it's easier to book guests that way. Yeah. Then I have like a week lead in. I can at any time I could interview them and then I could just upload it to YouTube and the podcast networks that and it didn't really make a lot of sense because my viewership started going up on Twitch, but nobody was talking in the chat. So yeah. I think at some point I'll probably go back to live streaming occasionally, but it'll probably be through YouTube. Um, I think I'm done with Twitch. Yeah, I, I thought it was fun because I'd be able to log in and, you know, watch the people's comments about things. And But it's really yeah. just kind of the same. It's really just kind of the same. And it's a lot. You have a lot more flexibility when you do it when you do it when your guest wants to do it. I mean. Or when he oversleeps. Yeah, sometimes they do that. <laughs> but we have flexibility. You know, luckily I had a lot of issues going on in my real job. So it worked out pretty good. But, you know, it's, you know, getting, and that's the second thing is getting guests. And I just want to, I've got, I'll kind of mention some upcoming things. I've got Flat Earth Girl coming. I think you, uh, I I think what we're going to do is we have the technology now. I think she's, uh, she lives up in, uh, she lives up in Nevada. So I'm not going to require her to come because of COVID. I'm not going to require her to come down here. Um, We'll do it remotely. And uh, she's going to talk about flat earth. So we'll get you. Everybody wants to be in on that. I'm going to have, I might have a house, like a room full of people listening. And I said, you guys are going to be able to hear it. But I want to ask questions. They have flat earth. People have an answer for everything. They know. And there's an actual, uh, do you know how flat earth works? Have you ever looked into this? I know you love flat earth, right? Now, it, I, I am you, not a fan. Have you, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I don't want to, you know. Anyway, so. No, no, um, she is a guest, and she's kind. going to be kind enough to share her, her, her views. But you know how it works. You're, have you seen Game of Thrones? You haven't seen bit. Game of Thrones. Honestly, I haven't, you, I haven't watched it. You much. know about the ice wall. I mean, you've seen, they've got this ice wall on Game of Thrones, and yeah, that's yeah, I've seen that. And so what they say is the flat earthers say, and I apologize if you're not. That's not the terminology I'm supposed to be using, but. If the at the end of the circle, it's a flat, and it has that ice wall around the entire perimeter of the Earth, and it's just the sea just goes up against this um, all the way around against this ice wall. That's all I really know about it. Um, there was a ninety-minute um, Netflix show on it. There's a whole there's a whole following, as you can probably already know. There's people. There's like. Huge group of people that are uh, that subscribe to this theory that you know the Earth is flat, and then underneath mm-hmm. it's kind of just rocks, and then above it's just the ocean. And well, why are we being know, lied to then? That's my I don't opinion. know. Like why? Why this <laughs> elaborate lie? 
why don't we just admit that we're on a flat earth? Like, why would we be all these scientists and stuff saying, no, it's round? Like, it just, I don't know, man. Did you? Are any scientists saying that the earth is flat? I mean, we no. have to listen to scientists you, from time have, to time. Have you ever flown? Yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, well, the, the moon shot of us landing on the moon. Remember, there's the conspiracy that that yeah. was faked. You know, mm -hmm. that we didn't do that either. I mean, it's, um, there's not enough to even do an hour. It's like, it, you know, but it's interesting that it, you know, that there's people that say that it was all filmed, that we didn't really do it. And, right. um, you know, there's, uh, but now we're on the moon, you know, to the science thing, we're on the moon. And then, you know, the moon, you always see the same side of the moon, no matter what. Did you know that? It's always the other side of the moon is always just the other side of the moon. It's we. I did not know that. Yeah, there was a, one of the guys that worked. Could hopefully he's correct. I don't know. It's, he was telling me that you always see the same side of the moon. You don't like get to see. You know, we spin, but the moon we spin, but the side of the moon we always see is is always just the same side. So what's going on on the other side? Is that where the the Chinese are landing and? <laughs> You know, they're they're doing all this. Uh, I mean, I feel like China would love to brag about going to space way more if, if they were doing moon missions and shit. I don't think they would do it in secret. Right? Well, they're there. No, they're there. It's real. They went up. They just had a shot. And they landed Wait, They there. have spaceships? I don't yeah. know anything about China. Yeah, they, they launched a ship. I believe it wasn't manned. No, it wasn't manned. They're not like. I don't think it was. Made. So they're still in like the fifties then, like we were doing. Well, yeah. Well, you know, you got you better watch but out. The conspiracy is that we didn't fucking do it, right? Right. But yeah. did you? Yeah. Have you heard that they they launched their stuff up? They're way behind us in technology in that manner, because they mm -hmm. they're just stealing their technology from us. I think. But right. you know they're just behind in what they can get. But these rockets keep falling back to Earth. They've got one coming tonight that's going to be. It's bigger than a tractor trailer by the time it gets through the burn, you know, uh, of the earth. And it's good. This is the second one that this has happened to. The other one landed in Australia and <laughs> exploded. And now the one tonight, I think it's tonight, you know, it's uh, on YouTube. I watched it. It popped up. So I listened to it in the YouTube to new a Fox, a Fox newscast. So it's probably fake. So, but they said it's, <laughs> You know, they said it's this thing's going to fall, and they said, "Well, it's the Earth's seventy percent water, so the chances are, you know." And I'm like, yeah, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> seven in ten chance. What about the other three? <laughs> you know, what's it going to look? You know, and it's, well, it's all like New York's in the trajectory. You know, they can like figure out where this thing's going to land, and New York is uh, New York's." like right there and they said you know so nova scotia or something they're like trying to figure out where this thing's gonna crash and it said it'll be pretty it's like it's 26 coming in at like twelve thousand miles an hour <laughs> that's like well just think of it lands in a populated area i'm surprised i'm surprised it's not getting more news than it is you know it's yeah. gonna be one of those things where you know maybe something maybe it's an internet thing somebody made it up i don't know but look Keep an eye out for it popping up in, in a news feed near you. I will you know. So th we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks for joining us. All right. Hey, you thank know, you. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome comments, questions, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. 
Visit us on Facebook at or actually uh, visit our email at alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. This on Facebook at alienprobe.net. Until next time. Thanks again, Robert.